right, we are back for your favorite podcast show of the week. This is Location Weekly. It's episode number 521. And as you can see, if you're watching the video, Abriana is back uh, from her two-week, uh, not vacation, her two-week uh, separation from the show, we'll call it, um, uh, to deal with some uh, all kinds of stuff, moving and life. So life. Uh, welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be back. I miss being here. Hopefully you guys had a good time. <laughs> yeah, we, you know, we we had a couple of good shows with uh, with Tim and, and Karsten. So, uh, but it's good to have you back. And uh, yeah, what's what's happening? What's anything you want to share? Yeah, so um, I am in the Northeast now, temporarily in Pennsylvania for a little bit while we get our new place in New York ready. Um, so yeah, we're just like in this transition and, you know, just enjoying some time with, um, some of my family up here and, you know, I'm glad it's summer. It's like nice to have more outside time and, um, yeah, but been running around lots of family stuff, you know? Um, so I've been like jetting all over the place to deal with, you know, extended family and saying goodbye to family and all of those things. So, um, been busy but now hopefully settled for a little bit here and and then uh we'll make our way over to new york in the next you know six weeks probably awesome awesome that's great yeah well it's uh you're sort of on your way we'll call it right um you know sort of in between but you're you're getting there and uh it'll be it'll be good once you can finally settle in in new york and start to build things there uh, yeah um yeah so we're excited to have you back we've got a good show this week four stories as per usual some interesting little different things this week um you know kind of focusing on some out of home stuff and uh you know some more uh, merger activity in our industry and things like that so i'll let uh Ariana start us off as per usual with our first story yeah i really like this story this one's really great um so this comes from Australia, and this is there's a, a blend of O Media, which is O O H exclamation point Media out of Australia, large company there, um, is working with Orange Sky, and they're doing uh, a very very cool campaign. So they're doing this uh, first free mobile laundry service for people who are experiencing and dealing with homelessness. Um, so they're providing, you know, free access to laundry and shower services all across the country of Australia. And, um, you know, they're really running this campaign to raise awareness that, you know, homelessness can really affect anybody, um, you know, because there's a lot of different reasons why people experience that, including, you know, it uh, could be bad health, it could be just, you know, a financial hardship, um, all kinds of different, different challenges. Um, and nobody's really immune to it. So they really want to raise awareness for this. And so they're doing this with QR codes. So they're running all of this out of home media that's across uh, bus shelters, retail, um, railways, road assets, and they're doing this until early July. Um, and so you can just, you know, donate this. And so they're saying that basically, um, you know, they have more than 37,000 digital and static asset locations. Um, that's a pretty extensive network. So all of those things across like airports, retail centers, as I mentioned, office towers, cafes, all these different places that they'll be able to run this. And they want to help support and fund Orange Sky's um, ambition to help significantly, you know, 
expand the work that's being done by volunteers next 12 months and really help people who've been through, you know, all of these difficulties, like I had mentioned, like family and domestic violence, you know, housing and affordability issues, relationship breakdowns, all these different things that are affecting them. So I think this is really great. And, you know, it reminds me of how we always talk about um, our friends over at Samaritan app and the work that they're doing to help fight homelessness and how you can kind of donate by just using mobile, using out of home, you know, using technology to empower and really just help, um, you know, fight social challenges like homelessness and really help others. So I love this. I think this is a great um, opportunity and something as simple as, you know, laundry and, and showering like that we take for granted so often. So many people are without. And so just being able to have that, I think is really important. And it's all about like we hear, you know, Jonathan uh, talk about from Samaritan All Time, it's really just about realizing that people are people, like they're all human and they crave that interaction and they just want to feel like a, a normal person. And, you know, what's more normal than just being able to take a shower and, and put on some clean clothes, right? Uh, just to make you feel good about yourself and remind you that like there is hope. So I love this. I think it's a great campaign. Um, and I'm hopeful to see even more, more campaigns like this continue to roll out. Yeah, I love this story as well. You know, you know, I'm a, a sucker for, you know, uh, any of these kind of social good cause based, uh, you know, implementations. So, yeah, I, I mean, you referenced Samaritan, which, you know, we, uh, we had at our retail local conference a little while back in Seattle and kind of the work they're doing with homeless um, individuals and trying to sort of uh, their, their slogan is walk with, not by and kind of recognizing they're real people. Uh, you know, they're there because of circumstance and, and whatnot and helping you to understand those stories. And I think, you know, similarly, this campaign, I, I, a, I like the, the mashup with the out of home and using the bus shelter space and things like that. Uh, the simplicity of QR codes, which, you know, obviously are super popular again and being able to kind of just donate that way to a campaign. And, and I think it's it, it's 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 super easy um you know from that point of view and makes it just accessible to you know so many people to participate and as you say it, it meets a need like you know these people um you know fresh clothes a shower um you know i, I think you know just having that makes makes you feel better right makes you feel a little bit better i know when i get up in the morning you know just having that hot shower and, and just feeling you know refreshed feeling energy coming from it um and uh and what that does for me to set the day off right so like i i think it, it's it's just great that they're recognizing you know that need uh and finding a way to do it um and bring it to sort of everybody you know sort of on mass through a campaign like this makes a ton of sense so i love it um and you know what what i don't know is um you know if on the sort of the posters and so on that are showing in the digital signage uh, that's happening in the bus shelters and whatnot if they're sort of highlighting any particular individuals um you know that are on the streets or things like that that'd be cool too if you can kind of put a face with it um so I, you know hopefully they're sort of engaging at that level and sort of tying in at that that emotional level too so uh really like this this campaign yeah all right on to our second story. So uh, LBMA member uh, we haven't talked about for a long time now on the show is a company called Rockbot. Uh, and they've teamed up with another uh, LBMA uh, stalwart, Clear Channel, uh, to uh, basically launch a sort of new campaign around Clear Channel's airport um, out-of-home network. So sort of sticking in the out-of-home industry. Um, 
you know, CNN kind of shut down their sort of airport, in-airport TV network, uh, you know, that was, you know, there in many uh, U.S. airports. Um, and, you know, RockBot has basically teamed up with Clear Channel Step In and sort of filled the gap. And so they've announced this new partnership uh, to replace that uh, with um, content that's aimed at uh, inspiring uh, entertaining and informing travelers is how they describe it with sports news, entertainment, and lifestyle content. So it's much broader than just sort of the CNN kind of news content that was there before. Um, yeah, and, and you know, if you're not familiar with Rockbot, this is a company that, you know, we have a, a long history with uh, at the LBMA, you know, started with, um, you know, doing uh, audio-based uh, um, uh, delivery of, of networks in sports bars and things like that and kind of creating content connections with an app uh, to the content on the screen and, and things like that. So, you know, a company that's been at it for a while, persisted, done well, raised capital. Uh, Garrett uh, and the team over there, congrats. This is, this is a, huge, uh, a huge deal, uh, I'm sure, for you guys. And um, so specifically, it's going to feature um, on the stock market and business side content from Bloomberg. Um, and then obviously that fits well in, into the airport uh, community and then kind of uh, bring in content from, you know, concession partners and other people in the airport and kind of open it up that way as well. So I think it's really neat. I think it's an interesting uh, partnership and, uh, and a good evolution for uh, RockBot. Maybe, who knows, leading to an acquisition at some point. Yeah, definitely could be. It's interesting and it, it, what really makes me curious is like why CNN stopped or why they were pushed out of the airports. Like if it was just, was it political? Was it, you know, like what was the reason for it? But it's a great opportunity to see somebody who's, you know, not at the same level of a CNN kind of, you know, making their way into the space um, through this partnership. And, and um, you know, it's great to see an, a member company obviously as well. Um, getting a good opportunity to to do this and and like you said diversify kind of what's being shown beyond the news so I think that's good yeah absolutely and I, and I think like especially the timing's really interesting as travel's starting to rebound and people are going to back traveling through airports you know have that dwell time while you're waiting to board your flight and all of that I think you know uh, you know th there's a lot of sort of captive you know audience there right to that you can reach and and especially if you're you know, concessions or whatnot, uh, I think there's an interesting thing there. And I maybe want to take it one step further, just sort of thinking out loud. You know, there's a lot of, we've, we've covered a lot of different airport-based app solutions. You know, a lot of the airlines like United, uh, for example, have, um, you know, mapped out, you know, using beacons and so on, indoor positioning technologies inside of airports like O'Hare. Um, and being able to tie that into, you know, using your loyalty points to redeem at restaurants or concessions, you know, within the airport. It'd be interesting if, you know, there was a tie into the digital signage content, you know, connected to something like that. So perhaps there, you know, there's opportunities there to evolve this even further. So, yeah, very interesting. Sure. All right. Well, another company that we've talked about not too long ago, NextNav, um, and they are going public uh, by acquisition. So they've been acquired by Spartacus, which I had to look up, and um, it's just kind of an acquisition company out of McLean, Virginia, it looks like. Um, but basically, they are going to be renamed under the NextNav, um, and they will be available publicly. So if you're interested in you know, finding them on the stock market, you can. 
So they're expected to use all the proceeds that they're getting from this acquisition to grow NextNav's next generation, um, their three-dimensional geolocation platform um, across a $100 billion global total addressable market. So they'll be continuing to serve things like public safety, E911, um, the market consumer apps, you know, um, all the autonomous vehicles, the IoT work, infrastructure work that they are involved in as well. Um, and across a, a bunch of variety of sectors that they're already playing in, but you know, continuing to invest in that. So they, um, NextNav, you know, had had already developed a lot of leading differentiated services. Um, so they have this three-dimensional location that, you know, intelligence that they provide and they work with companies like AT&T, FirstNet, Motorola Mobility, Gimbal, uh, who we know well, Epic Games, um, you know, and a bunch of other location-based applications that they're, you know, embedded in and working with. Um, so they will, like I said, they'll be available at Common Stock. It's going to be under NN and NNW. So if you want to follow them and see what's going on. Um, but, you know, kind of what they're really acquiring is a lot of their, um, you know, intellectual intellectual property. Um, they've got a, over 100 patents, um, one of a kind portfolio licenses for like a, tons of different um, things, including a deployed network that's live in over 4,400 cities. Um, they cover over 90% of all buildings that are taller than three stories nationwide. So obviously, you know, an interesting acquisition, I would say, but, you know, probably really good for NextNav, a good opportunity to really grow that, um, you know, and continue to invest in some of the things that they, they have their hands in. Uh, being out of McLean, Virginia, it kind of made me wonder, like, is there a lot of government influence here? Like, what does that look like? Is this something that, um, you know, who else do, does this other company work for since we haven't really heard much from them in the past? Um, so it'll be interesting to see, like, what's the future look like for NextNav now that they are public. I know that that changes things quite a bit sometimes. Um, but obviously, they have a pretty uh, foundation, a pretty strong foundational um, aspect to a lot of the work that they've been been laying around their, you know, their navigation. Um, and, and they have a, a pretty wide variety of applications where they're they're involved in. So it'd be good to see them grow. So yeah, no, I, I think this is this is a huge move uh, for them and for the industry. I mean, obviously, it, it, you know, being a public company is a whole different uh, ballgame, as you just alluded to. And, you know, especially a public, you know, company in in the location ecosystem, um, you know, at this size, I mean, it's valued at over a billion dollars uh, is what they're, you know, they're talking about here. Um, you know, and there's some interesting, I was looking into some of the, the groups that are behind the funding of this, you know, you have the uh, Koch, uh, family, the Koch brothers, uh, involved in this and, and, uh, you know, um, uh, a number of others, quant lab and, and some others. And, and so there's strong political connections here. There's strong, uh, government, uh, relationships here. So, you know, like I, I you know, I see a lot of opportunity, um, you know, for where next time is going to go here. I'm, you know, I, you know, like, like you, I wasn't familiar with Spartacus either. Uh, I had to look them up. And so it seems like it's like a investment holding company, portfolio type company. Um, but it's interesting that they're kind of taking the name NextNav, you know, as they move forward here with this, um, you know, sort of new, new version of the company. And, and so, yeah, like, you know, just excited for, 
for the team uh, there and, and you know, a lot of our, uh, our friends over the years of the industry that are part of NextNav now, Dan and so on. Um, so yeah, it, it's, um, I think there's a lot of opportunity um, in this industry. And I think that the sort of the 3D aspects of what they do, uh, you know, are really unique. Um, some of the work they've been doing in the, in the gaming ecosystem uh, is really interesting as well. And we see that uh, about to explode. So, uh, you know, hopefully this just means, you know, more fuel uh, to continue to expand and grow and, uh, and you know, uh, do some interesting things. And, and I think, you know, with that, you know, you know, sort of reading between the lines here, a lot of influence, I think, as well, over shaping, you know, different aspects of, of where the location industry is going to go. So um, very, very interesting um, announcement. So we'll, we'll just have to watch and see, I guess, and maybe we'll get some insight information from some of our uh, our friends over there uh, that can help us uh, figure it out a bit more so but congrats all right final story uh kind of coming a little bit back to uh sort of the outdoor signage world again not quite the same thing as what we were talking about with sort of traditional out of home but uh this time we're talking about e-paper so e-paper is a uh, you know relatively new newer technology concept it's been around for a while um, and it's just sort of, I think, hitting, you know, mainstream now where we're starting to see brands and retailers use it a lot in, in, uh, you know, pricing on, on shelves and things like that in, in stores and so on. Um, and this is an implementation, uh, using e-paper that's powered by, uh, solar power, um, which is really cool at a Bavarian, uh, ski resort village in Oberstdorf um, and uh, we see I should have brought this this story on for Karsten last week he could have probably told you he skied there a thousand times or something but um, anyhow so what they've got here is you know sort of this um, signage navigation system so you know you're you're in, in the ski resort you're in the village um, and you know they've got these signposts that are kind of just there and we've all sort of been to amusement parks and theme parks and zoos and, and different types of things where you see these sort of signposts and they've got like kind of the you know one thing coming off the post saying you know one kilometer this way for you know this part of the pavilion and you know 1.2 minutes walk to this over here and those kinds of things and that's what we're talking about here the difference is, is instead of those being fixed signage these are real-time updated signage using e-paper um, that's solar powered. So current calendars and events, uh, could be current weather forecasts, you know, what's going on in the ski slopes, the, you know, the, what the trail conditions are, you know, all that kind of stuff, wait times for lifts, um, you know, all of that. And sort of all done in sort of a real time, sort of keeping with the sort of look and feel and the format of the Bavarian Village Ski Resort, you know, not having a big giant digital screen out there you know, like a typical signpost here with like these little things coming off of it in different directions and kind of, you know, being able to change in real time. So I quite like this, um, you know, contents refresh over a 4G cellular network. Uh, as I said, the power is solar, uh, which is really cool and obviously efficient and friendly. Um, and uh, yeah, so um, I don't have a lot more to say about it. It's, re it's really a neat implementation. So um, what, are your, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it kind of reminded me of, you know, when we first, um, one of the first places that we lived in Atlanta was in the city, um, like Little Five Points, Candler Park area, if you're familiar with Atlanta at all. 
And on DeKalb Ave, you know, it's three lanes. And so depending on traffic, they have like a middle lane that sometimes is going, you know, one direction and other times is going the other direction. So they have like just the, you know, the green arrow that lets you know which time is, you know, available for that side of the lane. And when there's a not available, it's like a red X, right? So I think there's a lot of opportunity within, um, you know, traffic and, and things like that to incorporate things like this with the solar power where you can change things, maybe just update it, um, you know, based upon like if there's road closures or if there's like traffic issues. I know a lot of those are really wired into um, a lot of the electrical, but I like the idea of the solar because you're not necessarily reliant on um, a grid all the time and it's powered, you know, and it's obviously a little bit better for, um, you know, the environment as well. So I think there's a lot of opportunity to expand this beyond something simple like the signs inside of a ski resort. Um, and that could even be like, you know, within retail, like mall locations or, you know, um, you know, even more of like the, uh, the tourist things like Disneyland, Disney World, places like that. So there's a lot of applications for, this e-paper to expand into. And I love the idea that it's solar powered and um, yeah, it's like, it's simple, but there's a lot of, of good applications. I'm sure that we'll be seeing rolling out more in the future. So it's cool. Yeah. It reminds me like years ago now, uh, as you were talking, I was trying to, uh, I was just trying to Google here. So I think Rob and I on one of the shows, I'm, I'm talking like eight years ago, seven years ago, something like that. We covered a company, I think it was out of New York, um, and, and they had created sort of a wayfinding digital signage thing, similar look to this. But one of the things I remember about it is, is that like it was on like sort of like a signpost, but the, the, the actual little signage pieces that come off of it could actually rotate and move around um, and change direction and stuff too. Um, so it was a neat little sort of wayfinding sign. I think it was called points. Um, um, I was trying to find it quickly, but um, yeah, uh, for anyone listening out there, you maybe just Google points in New York City, you know, uh, wayfinding sign or something. Uh, but yeah, I, long time ago, I'll have to dig up what's, what uh, show that was on. It was ancient, ancient uh, times. Um, but yeah, like I, this is super cool. I, I think it's neat. I think it's a great way to kind of show the, the value and simplicity and, and power of what you can do with e-paper. Um, and uh, yeah. So that's it. That's our show for this week. You've been listening to episode number 521 of Location Weekly. Thank you, everybody. Abriana, welcome back. And uh, for those listening and watching, if you have story ideas, reach out to us. Uh, you know, give us some love on uh, whatever podcast platform you're consuming this on. And um, yeah, uh, we'll see you next week with 522. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.